Shalom, this is Resilient One. So I want to talk to y'all about do narcissists feel remorse or regret? A lot of times when we have dealt with a narcissist or a psychopath, we wonder, do they feel remorse? Do they feel guilt? Do they feel sorry for what they did to us? And the answer is no, they don't. Their regret and remorse is totally different from us normal people. We, we, you know, when we have regret and remorse, typically we sit back and we feel bad. The key word is feel, feel the word, feel, feel, be careful of people who tell you not to feel, but when we feel bad, that literally causes us to either feel remorse, guilt, or regret, which immediately tells us, well, we must make amends for what we did, or we must fix our problem, or we must repent. So we feel that we did something wrong. So in our feelings, they tell us to, that our feelings will tell, tell us like, hey, you know, we made a mistake. And then from there, we are able to move ahead and either change that behavior that causes us to have remorse, regret, or we can, you know, we, we, we make amends, whatever. Either which way, we show that we have conscience. We have a conscience. We feel. We understand. We, we're, we're there. We're living. We, we understand right from wrong. A narcissist lacks, a psychopath lacks a conscience. They don't care. They don't have the same feelings. They don't regulate feelings the way we regulate feelings. Again, be careful of people who tell you not to feel. Those are usually people who are crazy. Um, but I digress. No, they don't feel nothing. They don't feel sorrowful. They don't feel bad. They don't, they don't have remorse. What they will do is when they realize they made a mistake, they will immediately turn into the victim. That's their number one go-to. That's their number one go-to to fix any problems that they cause is to play the victim. That is the most powerful role that a narcissist goes into is the victim because they know most people don't think most people take people at face value they take people's words they take little simple things they they take anything and so the narcissist knows that people are easily manipulated so what do they do they go into getting and playing the victim they could literally have put their baby in the fucking microwave and i've seen this stuff and a psychopath and a narcissist will not care they will blame the baby, they'll blame the husband, they'll blame their mama, their daddy. That's why you got to be careful of people who are pro always victims. Because these people will victimize you in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in later years. You know, they say hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, that's where these people come from. People who play the victim. A narcissist will play the victim when they know they should be feeling remorseful, regretful for what they have done to you. Instead, they'll turn it back on you. They'll turn you into the monster that they are. And they will play the victim. It's the most sickest shit you can ever see. The most sickest stuff you can ever see is someone who has abused their children. And it's a child's fault. It's a husband's fault. 
it's this fault. It's a course fault. It's this person's fault. That person's fault. It's never their fault for being a shitty ass mom. Our father. It's never their fault. They're the victim all the time. They have no regret. They don't care. They don't care what survivors go through to, to get over what the fuck they did to them. They don't care. All they care about is, oh, shit, I almost got caught. Oh, wait, 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 mistake. <laughs> wait. This person tried to kill me. It's not the other way around. No, I, I got proof. You know, um, they don't care. They have no remorse. They learned at a very young age that remorse will enable their abusive parents. So they learn from their parent who ain't shit. That doesn't have accountability. They learn to play the victim. My mama plays the victim very well. My daddy plays the victim. I'm going to play the victim too. That gets me attention. So, no, they don't have regrets or remorse. So a lot of times as survivors, we sit back and we think, well, damn, I love this person. I cared about this person. I wanted to offer, you know, for me, when I when I was in a relationship with the narcissist, I felt bad for them. I I wanted to assist them in seeing themselves and heal themselves. And I remember even sitting down and talking to them and telling them the things that I, I, I understood exactly who they were. And that shit right there, I think that got me to exit it. <laughs> that got me exited from his um, life because I saw him and I understood him. And instead of him, you know, keeping, you know, uh, 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 trying to cling on, to his 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 like his situation he decided to abort it and go to the funner parts of the life you know the hoes um but yeah they don't regret anything so we sit back and we think like damn we really try to help these people we really try to show them who they are we try to hold their hand and that's a big mistake can't nobody be accountable for your healing Sometimes I won't claim I'm codependent, but sometimes people who are codependent, they want to heal. And then on top of that, some of us who are still in the process of healing, we know what it takes for this person to heal. So we typically, we, we, we can, I, I meet a lot of people who are broken. Why? Not because I'm typically, I'm, I'm not broken, but I will say that, um, I wouldn't even say I'm damaged, but I'm, I'm, I'm being re, I'm being restored. And because I'm being restored, I meet people who want that, who want that. And they don't really know how to meet that type type. They don't know how to meet that within themselves. So they'll, they'll come to me and they'll see like, damn, she's been through some shit and she's still happy. We must ruin that. She needs to be on my level. So instead of like coming back and trying to heal and learn how I did it, they try to keep. They try to still try to ruin me and ruin me and ruin me and ruin me. And so um, when you're dealing with people like that, they, they lack remorse. They don't they don't feel bad. You know, they don't care. You just got to drop them. You got to drop them. You know, you got to give them you got to give them some one, two, three hints. Some some maybe you can sit down, and have a real heart to heart with them and um, 
I would bounce. They're not going to, they're, they're just going to be anchors in your life. I don't, I personally, me, I don't got time for that. I don't got time to deal with people who cannot evolve. And evolving means having ability to feel remorse, to feel regret, to want to have changed behavior, to want to, to want to repent for your sins. You can't evolve if you don't have those abilities to examine yourself. If you can't examine yourself, then what, what good are you to me? You know what I'm saying? Um, because regardless for me, regardless of what I go through in this life, you know, I always will come out on top. Like I can't imagine myself, even when I'm like at my lowest, like I can't, I can't imagine staying there for too long. Not at this time, not at who I, now that I know what I am, what I've been through and my abilities, I cannot imagine staying put and staying stagnant. And I did personally and on some weirdo stuff like these narcissists, but on personal things. And so for me, I, I personally would want people around me who are able to have ability to feel remorse and regret. And that's why narcissists, you know, some of them say they typically die alone. That's not true. Narcissists don't always die alone. You know, like some of us um, empaths might fucking die alone because we, we might have to like be just not be around nobody because we attract a lot of fucking broken people and these broken people are constantly on a fucking on they're always on a um they're always on a um oh i can't use my brain right they're they're always trying to destroy seek and destroy as much people as possible and they and they meet like someone who they feel might have a kindred spirit but that there's that kindred spirit healed they must try to bring you back into the fold of Satan's kingdom. So that's for me, I feel like I just don't deal with too many people, honestly. Especially if they're broken, you can't be in my life. I don't give a fuck. You can't be in my life. Uh-uh. So, but yeah, narcissists don't die alone. They'll die sometimes with their forever supply. They'll die sometimes with their golden child by their side. You know, they'll die sometimes with the children that they abuse. But they don't die alone. That's not true. Um, as much as we like to believe that, it's not true. Typically, it's the empaths that are in a prison of such. So, I will say this. If you are a survivor of narcissistic abuse, I will tell you it's probably a good idea not to, you know... Um, have your mind be so obsessive about hard to, who they feel bad for doing this to me? Do they remember all the things I did for them? Do they remember how much I sacrificed, how much I just made my life theirs? Um, do they, do they know that the power, you know, do they, you know, do they look back on all the sacrifices that you did for your relationship? And that, that, that in our minds, we're like thinking like, damn, we were the real, we were real. Like that shit felt real to us, but you know, here's the thing, that relationship with the narcissist psychopath was never real. And you know how it was never real is because they never, you guys were never exclusive. Y'all could have been married. A narcissist, you were never exclusive with them. They always have another female, another man on the side. Their forever supply is always there. 
he or she is in a new relationship, the forever supply is just as unstable as a narcissist. Um, so you think that you're having, you think that someone who's on that type of level, who's never real in a relationship with you, you think that they are actually any type of remorse? No, by the time your relationship's over, they already, they already done been talking to the forever supply to help them get over you because it's a forever supply. She's usually a pick me or he's usually like a simp, you know? So the dude, the woman, she got a simp dude on the side who do anything for her, like anything. And the, and the, 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 um, narcissistic man will have a pick me chick. She'll do anything. She's jealous of any female that gets in her life and she's hoping he'll pick her. Then she'll play her role. And, you know, as soon as he wants her, she's now in a new relationship with another dude. And they, they, they're forever supplies. They're always playing some weird game of commitments with their forever supply while being a new commitment with the wife or husband. Like, this is how sick these people are. You never had this person to yourself. So when you think about like, wow, I did all this stuff. Wow, I cared about them. Wow, I was this and I was that and I sacrificed this. No, that doesn't matter because they, they, they already have it in two other people, five other people behind your back. You never matter to them. I don't care if it's fifth. I always wonder how the hell do women, women in particular, stay with the man. They always say, I was in a narcissistic relationship. It was for 15 years. I'm like, how the fuck you guys stay in a relationship for 15 years with a narcissist? 15 years. And I think about, well, damn, I'm 40 and I've been in a narcissistic relationship with my sister. So shit, I could see that. And so, you know, it happens. You go through those ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. You make it through. The narcissist decides to hold on. He might, this, he or she might decide, like, I'm going to uh, just, just discard them and, you know, leave for a year. They'll come back and relationships back on strong again. Those are the type of relationships. If you see people who are off and on again, but they've been together for 20 years, most likely he or she is married to a narcissist. Um, that is a clear sign to me, you know, somebody who disengages from a commitment to go be committed to somebody else and go back to their husband or wife, then, you know, disengage again because of a, a situation. No, that's, that's somebody who's dealing with some really deep personal traumas and they don't know how to deal with their life. Mm. So no dealing with somebody who has multiple partners they're not going to regret anything they did to you in a relationship because in their minds, they got five other people that are willing to take in, take, take your step place. And on top of that, now that they got those five other people, you're not needed. You're not welcomed and you're trash. Okay. That's how a narcissist mind is. You're good. You're bad. There's no in between. So that's why they must disengage. They must discard, devalue. The second you become trash in their minds, you are out of here. And the person, and here's the thing, they'll recycle their exes who they deemed as trash at one point. That's how crazy these little tink tinks are. They'll discard you, treat you like trash, kick you out on the street, call you a bum bitch, and then circle back around to you. They're crazy. 
it's that insatiable pattern of being bored. And again, if they live with remorse and regret, that type of spirit that they have would never take form in their lives. Due to the lack of re regret and remorse, they ruin their own lives. Some of us are so lucky to see that these demons go down sometimes. Sometimes these demons, they walk themselves into their own traps because they lack remorse and they lack regret. That's why it's so important to have these things in your life to feel regret and remorse because when you lack that, you make so many big mistakes. And sometimes these mistakes these narcissists make and psychopaths they make, it actually affects them. And that is a glorious time the Most High is trying to save these. He's doing an exorcism on them. When a narcissist slips and falls and makes a big mistake, I'm talking about losing their children, losing their homes, losing their jobs. Um... Um, it, everything that they try to curse you with becoming homeless, STDs, um, chill, uh, out of wedlock children, meeting another narcissist just as worse or as bad as, yeah, as bad as them. Well, same thing I just said, or worse. The narcissist, if they lived in regret, they wouldn't have to go through their own personal demise. Usually because they lack remorse and they lack regret. The Most High allows those people who he, believe it or not, those of us who actually meant the narcissist good and we actually saw their broken child, we saw them, we saw everything about them and we try to sit them down and we try to offer how to heal and where to go. We saw everything. We saw everything about them and we try to help them and the narcissist regrets, re rejects us. Little do they know, like, we were, I wouldn't say we were, like, most high in human form, but we were literally, like, I wouldn't even say earth angels. We were a messenger from the most high to that narcissist. We were there to bring them out of their demonic spell. That's why the most high, he sometimes has us come into these people's lives, and we're pretty strong. We're resilient, right? These narcissists try to ruin the the things, the people who mean the most to them, who could have helped them. And they try their best to ruin them. And they don't realize like we're, we were ordained by the most high to help them. And when they do this, what happens is when they reject us like this, they're rejecting the most high. And so what happens is their lives go into shambles afterwards. They lose everything. They lose their minds. They lose their health. They, they start family members start dying. Cars start breaking down. They just feel so bad. They sit in the dark. They can't sleep. They can't eat. They start turning into drugs and alcohol. They start having sex with anybody. They just feel like they have nothing to lose because, see, what happens is the Most High grants these people, especially like when the Most High lists these people, meet godly people, and they shit on it. Oh, man, you know, um, they'll get it. They'll get it. And the most high, usually when they, when the most, sorry, I keep saying most high, but when the most high has a narcissist psychopath meet someone who could help them, who is strengthened by a most high to, to, to be there to help them demons come out. When they reject 
us, they reject God. Yes, I know. I know. Um, we are here to help one, one another out. We are here to the most high says you, you who see a brother, um, and his, his sin, you who are spiritual, you can bring him back with meekness. Now, a lot of times people think that people who are the most high are people who, who are Christians, I'm not going to say Christians, but you know, those who keep the law, statute commandments, we are supposed to be perfect. Um, the laws were not made for a perfect men. They were made for sinners, right? They were made for those who fall seven times and get back up. That's why we wear our fringes to look upon them, to remind us, you know, first of the promise and also just like, Hey, watch out. Right. So these people, I lost track of what I was saying is I just thought about something traumatic, <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, not dramatic. I'm just joking with that. But yes, they, they meet us. We're, we're, we are supposed to bring our brothers and sisters back with meekness. So sometimes the most high will put us, put these narcissists, psychopaths. He might, God might see like, okay, they need it. They, they think about this way. Okay. I keep going in stories, but I'm really seeing the spiritual part of why we meet these narcissists. Think about when the Messiah was in um, the, uh, Mark 7, I want, Mark, no, Mark 5 and 7, I want to say. I'm not sure about the, I don't have my Bible out. But um, the guy who was in the, in, the, in the graveyard, tormented, cutting himself, you know, probably suffered from narcissistic personality disorder and, you know, was a psychopath. Who knows? But the Messiah... As soon as he saw his presence, bow down to him, right? I'm not saying I'm on the same level as Messiah, but I'm, what I'm saying is we are branches of God. We come out, we help, we're supposed to help each other. That same energy was the same energy that a narcissist would have had in their life through us. We had the patience to help them see themselves and they didn't want to deal with themselves. So instead they discard, they devalue, they leave. And they repeat the same cycle over and over and over again until they find the right person who is stupid enough to deal with their abuse. And typically, they people say narcissists get worse with age. No, they don't. They actually calm down. They actually do calm down. They're, they're still assholes. They're still demonic. But they still, they do calm down. They just are the same selves, though. But they calm down. They don't they don't evolve into like the serial killer. <laughs> they just stay themselves, but they calm down. They because they don't have the same energy to think five steps ahead of their victim. They don't have the same energy to be abusive. So they find the right pattern that helps them stay comfortable in their abuse and they keep an iron fist on everybody around them. And they do calm down. Typically typically Typically, when they're looking for a supply, those are the type of people that will go outside and go to a restaurant or be driving on the road and do something really stupid. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? That's that's typically someone who's a narcissist who has their narcissism under control, but needs a quick fix. So they're, they're out there. You know, those are people, those are your co-workers who come to work just being assholes, you know. 
back to what I was saying, the spiritual part. Yes, we were here to help them and they, 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 they completely discarded us. So the most high will send them further delusional spirits and help. And he will literally, like I've seen this where narcissists will dis discard their wives or husband, or husband and immediately meet somebody worse than them. That has happened. They'll remarry and they will meet somebody just as worse or as bad as them. Sometimes when the narcissist discards their husband or wife, they will meet the perfect host, the perfect, the perfect victim. And that relationship might last for years because maybe one, um, the narcissist, there's many levels to this. You know, when a narcissist is just freshly out of a divorce and they hop into a new relationship, which is really big red flags, but they hop into a new relationship. Sometimes they're in a new relationship. Look at Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Those are two big narcissists and they're both strutting their relationships and weird. But, um, you know, sometimes they're in a relationship before the marriage is over, before the divorce papers are even finalized. And that's, that's usually turns into their perfect victim for a couple of years because one, they got a safe face, but here's the thing. That perfect victim is still getting the bullshit. They're just more susceptible and more controllable. So, um, <clears throat> but they're still being cheated on, lied to, disrespected. Sometimes not coming home, you know, random STDs. Sometimes getting popped in the face, getting yelled at, being, you know, being told they ain't shit. But, you know, that person is a perfect victim because the narcissist, I don't know, it's weird. I think sometimes they find that one person that can tolerate them. I couldn't tolerate that shit for too long. I taught, I tried to, but I was like, nah, I know, I know what I'm dealing with. And I can't, you know, I, I, I couldn't say stupid. They like stupid females. They like stupid men. Or they go for people like themselves. But in between that time, they have no regrets on nothing. And I digress hella far away from the original, uh, uh, original podcast. I'm just saying, don't live in that idea that they are at home laying down in bed, crying over what they did to you. And if they are, it's mainly because it centers around what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand. <laughs> Their remorse and, 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 and regret is different. So theirs turns into grudges. That's their remorse and regret. The second anything bad happens to you, they're mad happy. That's why it's important when they discard you or you leave a narcissist. You must level the fuck up, okay? Because their remorse and their regret is totally different. Okay. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta level up once they leave. You know, you gotta level up. Don't stay the same. I remember um, when the, the narcissist I was married to, 
he discarded me. One of his suggestions was that I lose weight. <laughs> Isn't that so nice of him? Um, I guess if I lose weight, I would get the desirable man I wanted. That was a damn lie. You know, I, I have since, since not even our divorce is not even finalized, but I definitely would not have a problem getting a new husband or anything. It, it just would not be a problem whatsoever at my body I have now compared to if I ever was to lose weight. But, you know, you got to level up. If that's if that's what they they tell you clues they give you know what I mean like maybe take that clue maybe I don't know but for me I ain't listening to nothing they gotta say but you do you you level up on your ideas on what you want to do that creates regret but remember they don't regret in the same way they don't like to see you succeed they don't like you to be successful. They don't like you to move on because when they leave or when you leave them, they expect you to fail, to be on the streets with chalk in hand, scribbling on the floor with your titties out, ass out in the air, just looking mad crazy. That's what they want you as. They want you at the lowest of the low. They want you when you find a lover, a husband, a wife, they want you to, to get something worse than them. The narcissist I was I was married to, he said that the next man you marry, he's going to kill you because he can't take your mouth. I said, OK, bet. So <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, this is these are his goals and wishes for me is the one uh, lose weight. And then I'm also going to the next dude I get with, he's going to murder me, I guess. So um, I just make sure that none of that is going to happen. I'm not moving my life for anything a demon tried to tell me I'm about. I don't give a shit. So, at the end of the day, nah, they don't have remorse and regrets the way we do. Because they are usually five steps in their deluded mind five steps ahead of us. Mind you, when a narcissist is five steps ahead of us, they are not that calculating. They're calculating meaning they go for the jugular they do shit that's like wow you really did that but when they do stuff like that it usually bites them in the ass when they go for the juggler and they do the most harshest shit to you it usually bites them in the ass because when you don't fair play fair people can come and see you know you, you leave a trail when you don't play fair um but yeah they they will they they, again, I forgot what I was at, but they don't want you to be successful whatsoever. That's where they live in this weird false regret. But again, they don't feel regret and remorse like us. Um, that's why when they leave, they try to leave again. Like I said, they try to leave you in the worst way possible. So when you do succeed, they don't they don't they don't like it. It makes them feel gross. It makes them feel like, damn, I wasted my time. Like I really, really, you know, like that devil in them because the devil says he's here to seek, kill, and destroy. He's like a roaring lion. My ex-husband used to say that he, you know, if I if I if I talk back to him after him, you know, talking to me all crazy, he said, You want a lion in the house? And I was like, Why do you always call himself a fucking lion? Like, why, why out of all the things? He used to call himself um a lion and shit, I forgot one other weird animal he had an animal thing but it was the lion part that got me because i was like damn didn't the devil 
Then God des described the devil as a lion seeking to destroy people, laying wait, laying dormant, trying to gather silly women. Oh, oh my God. So yeah, they will do stuff like that. They, they will sit around and they're evil. I'm sorry. I got lost in track because man, I'm just like, wow, why would you call yourself a lion? Anyway, that's the opinion of me calling myself a dragon or ostrich. Like, why would I proclaim such an animal that God, I rather call myself a donkey. A donkey. I think God likes donkeys. I like donkeys. I know. What the hell? What is she talking about? What? Anyway. <sighs> So y'all get out your asses about these people. They don't feel regrets. They don't feel sorry for you. They don't feel nothing. They feel nothing. That's what you need to understand. They feel nothing. Sucks for us because we might have we might have really put our souls and our hearts into this situation. And they they we we were just like a we were just rented bodies to them you know we were just a fun toy to play with and when we got when we lost our shininess and newness they immediately went to new toys and that's their life recycled old people that they dealt with and new toxic people because i'm gonna tell you this much right here all y'all narcissists who are listening to this, you psychopaths who are listening to this, understand it's very rare that you find a good person who actually cares about you. Here on out, in these last days, y'all are going to be just finding people just like you. But just a less. Y'all are never going to have peace because you can't even be at peace when you have peace. But y'all are never going to be at peace. Y'all always going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel, trying to find whatever that would like you. You're always going to be picking low-hanging fruits. You're always going to be picking women or men who lack morals, who lack integrity, who are willing to be your sneaky lick, willing to lie, willing to steal, willing to aid and bait you in crimes. You'll always get the low level of human beings. You'll never get the best. You'll never get what the Most High giving you. You get this one time in your life. One time. You can try to fake the funk and try to make that next chick next to make them like to be your ex. And it ain't going to happen. The most high is always going to call you out for being a fraud. Always. You'll never get away with anything you're doing on this earth. Nothing. Nothing will go past the most high's eyes. When you do people dirty, you curse yourself. You are forever cursed. You're cursed. You know, people, narcissists, psychopaths, they're nobodies to God. They're walking me flesh is just walking here, just aimlessly, just nothings. They offer nothing to society and to this world other than vain glory. Nothing. They just seek, kill, and destroy everything that comes into their path. And why? Because they lack remorse and regret. 
You need those things. And because of that, the Most High ain't going to let you meet anybody. He ain't going to let you, you're never going to be blessed with anything good in your life. Sometimes you meet people and sometimes people, you know, the Most High allows you to be around certain people. So therefore you can grow. And when you throw that away, you throw your whole life away. Mark my words. I've seen it. I wanted to do a whole podcast on this, but I guess I'll talk about it real quick since I'm digressing off the original. I'm actually done with that. Yes, narcissists don't regret, but um, I literally seen psychopath narcs in my personal life who ended up becoming a shell of who they are, just sick and dying a slow, painful death are just going into a slow demise of constant mental afflictions, constant depression, constant anxiety, constant suicide, constant just the, 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 they don't get no rest in their minds. You know, um, I've seen, I know and seen people who are dealt with many 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 health ailments and I do believe that a lot of health ailments come from your spirit sometimes I, I really do feel as though some people would be healthy and healed if they just repent for you know their behaviors but because they lack repentance and remorse they end up just being sick <sighs> So anyway, remorse and regret is a kryptonite to a narcissist. And they get, because they lack that, the most high gives them over to a strong delusion where Where they are the victim, but they're never victorious. Anyway, um, with that, I just want to say shalom.